okay so i feel so <laughs> much better like i could really just i really could just cry right now happy tears and just relief tears and sad tears and all that because god just revealed himself to me that you know he is really he really is moving he's moving and he is listening to my prayers he is he is working for me when i pray to him and i mean it and i'm serious and i was just so sad thinking god's not listening to me anymore God doesn't care anymore. God showed me today that Satan, it was Satan the whole time making me feel like, you know, I'm only loved conditionally or that I could ever really make him mad enough to stop listening to my prayers. He's always listening to my prayers and Satan is working on me all day, every day. So I can rest assured knowing that you know, I feel so much better knowing that, you know, God is listening. He's listening. He's here. He's moving. And it's not conditional. This love is not conditional. But one thing I noticed, I started praying this morning. I got up at 5 up. I woke up from a vision. I'm going to talk about the vision really quick, but I want to talk about this because I feel so good about it. I woke up, and all I know is, like, immediately when I woke up, I heard somebody yell, that girl woke up, and they had screamed it out. And then, like, I remember, like, in, in, in waking up, in between waking up, I felt like I was coming out of wherever I was coming from. Excuse me. To here. I felt the shift. I felt the difference immediately. It's almost like two different time zones. From where I was coming from to here, it was like I was carefree. And not carefree, but I was, you know... I was, I think, just, I don't know, I didn't have this hold on my head and on my mind and my heart. Then when I came here, I could feel it, like, automatically starting to try and, you know, strangle me and attack me again. Like, kind of just, like, weigh down on me. And so, man, I was like, okay, I guess I gotta, you know... Immediately when I wake up and I heard that, like, I started feeling this, this spirit of offense. I started to argue in my mind with whoever that was that said that. I, or at least that's what I thought. Like, I know I wasn't, I might not have really been arguing with this person, but, you know, that is crazy. That's crazy weird how, you know, people know when I'm waking up in my bedroom, there's no cameras in here or anything. I know how they know because of witchcraft so that's when um i immediately i just think like you know i'll just start talking back to them which was a bad idea because you cannot argue with these demons that's what they want you to do 
So I started thinking, like, remember, remember, you can't argue with them. That's what they want you to do. And then they started, you know, like, starting up with the laughter, starting up with the antagonizing, starting up with the harassment. I was like, oh, man. It's 5 o'clock in the morning. It's too early for all of that. Not even it's too early. Like, demons at 5 o'clock in the morning, just, I can't, I can't do it. So I start, I think to myself, what do I do when they do this? I focus on prayer. I read my Bible and I listen to gospel music. So I get, so I turn on my gospel music, and I turn on the Bible, and I start to focus on prayer. And then that's not thought. Wait, I should pray. And as soon as I said I should pray, I got this ding right in my room. I don't even know what it was. Not a real ding, but it was like a something. Something had like like shook the wall or something. It was like a tap or something where it's almost like my angel was in here. And, like, you know, it was a, a reminder, like, get up and pray, you know. So I got up on my knees and I just started praying. I started praying. I said, I, my prayer was different this day, today because it's usually the same. And I hate to say that, you know, anything has affected me enough for it to change. But, you know, I had to improvise today because, you know, waking up from that vision. And even though that vision was very you know very weird i'm gonna talk about that waking up from that vision i needed you know i was in a way i was kind of released from this heavy feeling on my mind here so i got up and i started praying and i said lord jesus thank you for your sacrifice thank you father for giving your son, Jesus Christ, to come down and down across for the forgiveness of our sins. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for being a perfect sacrifice. And that's our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Forgive me, I gotta stop rushing through that. <laughs> I really have to stop rushing through that. But um then I said, Lord Jesus, protect me from any unclean spirits, Lord God. Protect me, my family, my loved ones, anyone who needs you right now, Lord Jesus, from any unclean spirits that has attached themselves to us. Father, I pray I pray holy fire to any satanic altar. I pray holy fire to any satanic altar. I pray holy fire to any witch, wizard, warlock, sorcerer. I pray holy fire to any demonic entity. I pray holy fire to any unclean spirit that has attached itself to me. I pray holy fire to any satanic altar. Holy fire to any satanic altar until it is burned into ashes, never to be restored again. Never to be restored again. And I pray that. Never to be restored again. Never to be restored again. And the Lord Jesus said, just wait. And I waited. Oh, my God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm his biggest fan. No, I'm not. But, you know, I want to be his biggest fan. I know. I won't say I know somebody's a bigger fan. But, you know, can't say I'm his biggest fan. But I love the Lord Jesus so much. And... That is not from like a trying, but all I know is he shows me, he lets me hear what's going on out there.
immediately. The antagonizing stops. The harassment stops. The laughter. The arguments. The heaviness stops. The spirit of offense is gone. And he lets me hear far off. He lets me hear a clear, you know, silence. And then in the distance, I hear screaming and stuff being torn down. Not stuff being torn down. I can't explain how it sounds when satanic altars are torn down, but all you know is you can feel it. You can feel it. You can't really hear it like, you know, a bunch of stuff falling, but it's like you can hear it too. And then you hear the witches like, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And then next you know, you hear them say, and it was odd the different places I heard them because it, was, it wasn't actually even in my community. And that's what, you know, I thought was that it was directly coming from, especially after hearing that person say, that girl is awake. I'm like, well, what, you got witchcraft on me to know that I'm awake? So I started praying against that. But the Lord had me directed to wherever it's at. And it was all over the city. And all I know is I start hearing the witches like, what is that? What's going on? What is that? I said, Lord God, show your power. And all I know is they were like, somebody's praying. Somebody's praying. And I was gone. I was somewhere else in my prayer. I was I was where I, I was in my secret place with the Lord. And that was when I heard it, I was like, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You hear me. Thank you. And I just get to thanking him, praising him. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so sorry. Forgive me if I doubted your power. Forgive me for doubting that you are here and listening all the time. Forgive me for doubting that you are present. Forgive me for doubting you. I said, holy fire to any witch. And boom, it was like, something just broke off of me. Something had just broke when I said that. And... I realized God even showed me the context of the different altars that were being burnt down. They wasn't towards me. I won't say they wasn't towards me. They wasn't all necessarily towards me. A lot of these, you know, altars were like, just like, how do I explain it? But kind of like, you know, just like random spell altars. Like, what? What? how do I explain? Don't you know people go for love spells? People go for money spells? People go for, you know, future to be told. It was like that, like a tarot reader's like type altar all over the city. Like psychic readings type altars. People really need to be careful when they go there. Because what you do not understand is you're making things worse. You go there trying to get fixed and they put a demon on you. That's worse than what you even came in with. The best story I ever heard from a psychic reading is that she, the person told this person to turn around, leave, and just go pray and build a relationship with God. That's the best story I ever heard from that because really, they will try and put a demon on you that's supposed to fix your problems, and the demon that they put on you is worse than whatever problem you had. 
they don't ever fix your problems. They put demons on you to make you think your problems are fixed. What they do is, if you say you want to, um, let's say you want to be healed. They would just, you know, do some type of satanic power and try and heal you. And that's really just a demon. And then it's a covenant with the devil. And let's say you want some love. You want a love spell on somebody. You just send a demon to go like, make them feel like they're in love with you. Let's say you want some money. They will put, you know, it's just satanic power. It's satanic power. It's not worth it. I don't want to get into that because, like I said, you know, I ain't into that. But I do know a little bit. I don't want to teach false things, but at the same time, I know what God told me, and I know what I just felt. And what I just felt was like, it wasn't like a super hateful, negative energy, like I usually feel all day, you know, from whoever it is is attacking me in the spirit realm, Satan. But um, it's not like a super hateful energy, it was more of a just... Overall, just not good, unclean energy. It was an unclean energy. And I prayed over it. And they were mad. They were mad. Whoever had that set up, they was mad. They don't even know it was me. They just know somebody was praying. They don't even know where it came from because I said, God, show your power. So, of course, it's him anyways, you know, but they did not know who it was. And it don't matter anyways, because I got a shield of protection all around me from God. And I said, holy fire. And I said, Lord Jesus, deliver their souls unto Satan for destruction of the Not deliver their souls, deliver them unto Satan, not their souls. He cannot get their souls. Excuse me, forgive me, I said that, like, never, I never said that, that's demonic. Deliver them unto Satan for destruction of the flesh, so that their souls may be saved in the day of the Lord. So that's complete opposite. Their souls saved, not delivered unto Satan, but destruction of the flesh, meaning deliver them right now, who they are right now. Deliver that unto Satan. So that their flesh can be destroyed because we do not battle against flesh and blood. Which is the only way Satan battles. So if you're using his power, then you need to be delivered unto him. Because you need to find out that he doesn't care nothing about you. You are not special. And when you find that out, hopefully you change your life around. Give your life to the Lord Jesus so that your soul may be saved when he one day comes back for us. That's what that is. I got that from Apostle Michelle Peterson. Well, she got it from God, so I got it from God, but she relayed the message. All I know is, you know, I felt it. I still feel it. But it's like the later it gets in the morning, the, you know, more thick the air starts to get because... I don't want to say these witches are waking up because they're woke. They're up. They are up like it's such thing as a witching hour. And they usually up around this time anyways because they know that, you know, it's best to wake up and pray at like five. 
So if you're a good Christian, that's what time you'll be up praying. So they got to get up and get started early, too. So they know. But um, I'm, I'm working on that. You know, I, God wakes me up every day at 5, but I go back to sleep. Because, you know, it's so hard being awake. And, you know, just having to be bothered all day from the second I wake up. Even if it's 5 o'clock in the morning. But I notice that if I wake up at 5 and I start praying, he stops them from being able to attack me or get to me as much. You know, that usually happens because of my disobedience and not being awake. But I just feel like, why do I have to wake up for them? You know, I shouldn't have to put no extra effort in for them. I'm not lazy or spoiled. It's just, they are not worth it. But God is, so he don't care about that. And I don't know, like, why be woke just to hear them all just, you know, try so hard to get my attention? Like, I'd rather be asleep where they can't get it. But all I know is, um, I had a vision. And in this vision, I was back at my old home from years ago. And... In this home, I was sleep on this mattress in my old room, and my dad was there, and it was this guy, and I don't know why, but I knew this guy, and I was talking to this guy, and he had a car parked in the backyard, and he was fixing on this car with a whole garage. It was a nice, nice backyard. It was like a mechanic type shop type thing, but not really. And he had like nice cars kind of on display. And I remember talking to him. He said, I have a car dealership. You know, I sell cars. I'm like, okay, what's the cheapest car you have? 2,500 bucks. Then I'm just talking about, you know, like buying a car, etc. But it's weird how I feel like I knew him. I visited him before. I've talked to him before. You know, it's like he's my, my dad or something, but he's not my dad. And then I'm in my room, and it's the last time I was in this room. It was a bunch of wood stacked up on a table being, like, sawed and nailed and stuff. And it's weird because, like, it was a couple things set up. Like, it was a dinner table, but it really wasn't. It was just a makeshift dinner table for the time being. And it's always a bed there for me, but not really. <sighs> but all I know is I was there, and then... My brother was there, my, my dad was there, and my dad's like, give your sister these needles so that she can sew, because I sew. And so he hands, he brings in some needles, and I'm laying on the bed, and he lays the needles on the bed next to me. And he just keeps bringing more, and it's a bunch of them. And then next thing I know, I'm like, oh, I hope none of these, okay, I'm like, luckily, he woke me up and told me and handed me a few of these needles, because luckily... None of these needles have, you know, I rolled over to them. I could have lost an eye or something. So I'm picking the needles up, and the next thing I know, I find, I realize one of them is stuck in my, in the side of my thigh. So I start trying to get the needle out, and I accidentally push it further into my leg, my thigh, because it's a sewing needle. 
you really don't have anything to grip. So I just try my best to get it out, and then it's like horrible. And then I'm looking, and I'm like, wait, what? At first, I didn't feel anything. Why don't I feel anything? Then I started feeling something. Then I took it all the way out, and I'm like, why don't I see any blood? Then I started seeing the blood, and the blood didn't look real or, or anything. It's just looking weird. And I just thought, like, every single time these visions, I have to remind them what I felt like I should be feeling or seeing for them to start doing that. I really got to stop doing that. But I don't think like that. I just think, like, if it's real, then, and then that's when, you know, they start changing. But all I know is I woke up, and I started praying, and I was like, holy fire to any satanic altar, you know, Lord Jesus, remove any unclean spirit from me, release, bind, release and bind any unclean spirit, you know, that may attach itself to me, and I had to think back on it, but all I know is the entire feeling was going, now I know for a fact that these visions, I've always known, but now I know for a fact that these visions are satanic, they are satanic, they are not, you know, real, they are not of God. So every single time I have one, I need to wake up and denounce them. I already heard that, but, and I did, I do wake up and denounce them, but I need to spend more time on it. But another thing is that I got on my knees and prayed and I couldn't, almost couldn't get off of them. Like my knees are really bad from praying all day. From praying for hours, my knees are really, really bad. I think at this rate, I might be in a wheelchair. Like for real. I'm I'm planning on going to a chiropractor, but I don't know. But it's sad, you know, but I know God, you know, loves me. He'll make sure I'm okay. You know, no word returns back to him. No word from God returns back void. So I know that everything's going to work out. Everything's going to work out. And... I don't have to worry about these satanic visions. They're about to go. I can feel that too. They are, you know, those those are really about to end. And this witch that is attacking me has no power. I got to stop feeding into it. They have no power at all towards me at all. I realized that this morning when I started praying, you know, they, the only reason this witch even has the jurisdiction of being able to bother me all day is because I don't wake up at 5 and pray. I have to wake up at 5 and start praying every day so that this witch no longer even has jurisdiction to, you know, even reach me or have access to me. It's sad, but nothing, none of these visions are real, so I have to let go all of it, everything, but it's okay because I had already been keeping it in a place where I'm willing to let go of everything, no matter what it is. I don't care because this stuff may not be for me. It might just be hypnotism, brainwashing. So I'm letting it all go. And it's freeing. It really is freeing Like to know that none of this stuff is real. None of it is real. And, you know, it's kind of weird how certain things feel like they're supporting or being set up so that, you know, these visions be made real. 
sometimes seem more real. None of them are. Nothing is. So, I had a vision about Lecrae and his real character, his true character. You know, I didn't know how true that was, but it's not. I know now that it's not real. Because if I had woke up and prayed, which I do, it's, you know, I do wake up and pray. I just maybe not, I don't focus enough or Maybe I wasn't as focused as I was today because it was revealed to me that these are fake visions. These are not real. None of it is real. Like, I've been getting told that for, you know, a while now that um, this is all in my, not all in my head because it's not all in my head. It's not all in my head. But um, that, you know, it's what I make it. And if, as long as I believe it is, I give it more power than it actually has. I know that, but I was just, you know, being careful because, you know, I didn't want to overlook something God wanted me to see, thinking that all of it was fake. Because it is really happening regardless. You know, you can't make this stuff up. People screaming outside, that girl woke up, you know, at 5 o'clock in the morning. Like, I didn't just make that up. I didn't imagine that. I heard that. And, you know, people outside my window talking loudly about me. I didn't make that up either. People throwing rocks in my window every day. I didn't make that up either. Satan appearing and threatening to kill my sister. And me having to pray and Jesus coming down. I didn't make that up. Me hearing these voices. I'm not making that up. I'm not crazy. You know, these witches, you know, they congregate and they are constantly, you know, conversating about me and what they're going to do and how they're going to stop my prayers. And I don't want to lie and say how they're going to stop my prayers, but, you know, they're always outside talking about me. They never talk to me. When I ask them about it, everybody's like, what are you talking about? I can't make this up. You know, this is not made up. And I don't know what happens with this. I don't know how this turns out. But I do know you don't play with God. God is not to be mocked. So if they're playing with me and I'm God's child and somehow they feel like, you know, their witchcraft is more powerful. They don't feel like it. They know they know better. But the fact that they keep on doing whatever it is that they're doing, which is, you know, mocking God. You know, actually doing witchcraft because how do they know when I'm waking up in my bedroom? There's no camera set up here. And, you know, how do they know what I'm thinking? They, they're they outside talking about things that I'm thinking. One time I start thinking and I start listening to them talk. And I heard somebody say out loud, I'm not talking to you. And I was like, what? Like. How did you know that's what I was thinking? I'm like, they're witches. They're witches. Like, there's no reason for them to have means to this kind of, or access to this kind of information. How can you hear my thoughts? How do you have access to my personal thoughts and my personal information? And actually, I was starting to think, you know, because I just prayed over all satanic altars that, you know, it wasn't them. But how else? How else do they have access to this information? I mean, excuse me. 
I know how I have access to it because I'm a demon hunter and I'm praying. But they know I'm a demon hunter and they even told me they're a witch. So that's what they are. <laughs> like, who's going to lie about that? It's not like you get a good rep. So, well, for some, to some people, they do. But, nah, nothing is good about that. Halloween is coming up, and I'm plan- I plan on praying all day Halloween. Like, this is my job, I'm realizing. And, you know, <clears throat> I remember last year praying and loving to pray and loving to re- read my Bible. And then I heard somebody ask, you know, do you want that to be your job? Do you want praying to be your job? And I was just like, in a perfect world, praying could be my job. I love praying. If I can get paid for praying, if that could be my job, my life, career, of course. What do you mean? It's not even a question. I, I'm like, do people actually get, you know, paid to pray? And I'm not talking about pastors. But not pay. I didn't even ask for pay payment, though. That's the thing. I don't want to lie, but... That's like I just pretty much like if that could be my job, like job means payment. Of course, you know. But I never got paid. I'm never getting paid. But I don't want their money anyways, cause it's not of God. And how can they appoint me as that as my job? They not of God. Now that would mean that they are. Now that means that I'm not automatically assuming that they're not of God. If they're able to give me a job praying to God, doesn't that mean they're of God? Because otherwise, nothing that they said matters. But ever since, it feels like that's what they have been kind of classifying my job as, praying. And it kind of is a job because I have to pray all day. And, you know, it's taking a toll on my knees. Like, my knees really, really, really hurt really bad. I'm going to have to go to a chiropractor. And, you know, I can't get any other job because... They always say, that's their job, is to pray. And I'm just not getting paid, though. But you're not supposed to get paid to pray. The Bible says, buy the truth, don't sell it. I mean, yeah, buy the truth, don't sell it. So that means I have to do this for free until God blesses me. I'm okay with that. That's what I've been doing from the jump. But for them trying to call it my job, I wish they would stop saying that then. But um, even still, I feel like everything happened, excuse me, I feel like everything happened how it was supposed to, worked out how it was supposed to, because that, later on that year, I wound up, like, finding out my purpose, my destiny, which is, you know, as a demon hunter, I already knew that, but, you know, in a different way, like, how everything ties together, my prayer and everything is what manifests my power, which helps me to, def- you know, to be used as a vessel to defeat Satan and his demonic agents. You know, principalities of power of darkness. Principalities and powers of darkness, excuse me. And, you know, that being said, you know, everything ties together because... They knew when they asked me, oh, do you want praying to be your job? I think they was hoping for a hit or a miss situation. Where it's like, if you say yeah, which we know you're going to say yeah, because we know how much we love praying because we've been watching you. Then everything work out. You just walk right into your destiny. 
to be just doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. But if you say no, it works out for us because we've been trying to secretly sabotage you. And if you just stop praying right now, if you think it's somehow uncool or corny, which you probably never will. But if you just stop praying right now, then somehow we win. I won't say we because I don't know if it was that person who did it, but somebody wins. But, um... I'm so blessed. I'm so honored. I'm honored God chose me. I'm honored that God loves me. Like, I'm blessed. I'm so blessed. And, you know, it's funny because, like, I know I'm just a regular person. Not, re- not just a regular person. I'm not just a regular person, but I don't feel famous. But, you know, everybody just knows me. I don't know what to call that. If that's not famous, then what is that? I guess you could say I'm known, but I don't don't know if I'm known. Excuse me, because the thing is, do they know me? Or do they just, does just somebody who's able to access everybody tell them to know me at that moment so that they can you know, somehow affect my day doesn't mean that they know me or that it'll even matter after I leave, you know, and I don't care. I don't need to be known. I know that the Lord, you know, has a plan for me, but it does feel like, you know, they know me. I don't know. I'm praying against that, though. They don't need to know me. They really don't because if when if and when I need to be known, I know how to go about that. I know what to do right now. I'm just trying to be established with God. I just want God to know me. <laughs> really, though. But, um, that's all. I'm about to keep praying. It's about 630. I'm going to keep praying, focusing on God, and seeing what comes to this. You know, just whole feeling. Because this day has started off as, you know, interesting with all the satanic altars being, you know, burned down, holy fire and everything. Um, I'm going to just dwell on that, see what happens. Somehow it feels like the people who are actually responsible for what's going on, somehow, you know, it, it's not directly affected. Even though, you know, I couldn't pray against them, though, because I felt bad. When I started to say, you know, Lord Jesus, the mouths and the people responsible, everything that happened to, I said it though, I said, everything that they're doing happens to them. Everything that they are doing, let it happen right back. So that's not, you know, praying bad on somebody. But at the same time, if you're doing bad, then you should be worried. But I just pray justice over the situation because they know they're wrong. And if they were right, then, you know, they wouldn't even worry about that. They would say, oh, if everything I'm doing for you is getting done back to me, I'll be blessed. Simply put. So, I hope it's good things.